Hello and welcome to the stunning conclusion to Double Feature. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a woman who looks for it only in books. For it is no more than a dream remembered. A civilization lawn with the wind. <laughs> Hi, Jenna, how are you? <laughs> for the people who don't um, know, that is Gone with the Wind. Yes. Um, I was trying That's really hard. That's the uh, Star Wars intro to Gone with the Wind part. It's real long. Yeah, we're, well, no, I'm at the, <laughs> the font moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we're here to finish up our uh, first uh, ever a double feature. Hi. The first movie was Vivarium. Vivarium. Um, and this one is a little movie called Greener Grass. Now, we stumbled upon Greener Grass after watching a video about Vivarium, and it seemed weird and awesome, and we could not wait to watch it. Um, then we watched it. And now I can wait. <laughs> I can wait forever. <laughs> so, uh, Greener Grass is a comedy... Of sorts, um, if you like weird things, it's good. I liked it, but the whole time my mouth was just open and I could not fathom what was happening on the television. Um, so to give you a little bit of what it is about, um, the, the movie is about these people who live in this town, a very uh, suburban-y type town, but mm -hmm. it's like... The most suburban possible. So anything you would think about the suburbs and, and white people, uh, ratcheted it up to the highest degree, and everyone plays it perfectly straight, like it's fine. Um, so you're introduced to the characters. There's a woman. Her name is Jill Davies. Um, I'm seeing here now. Um, and everyone in the uh, neighborhood, they wear braces. They drive only golf carts. Um, and they kind of hate each other. Um, it's like a society of one-uppers. <laughs> So they just go through. It's like a like a weird snapshot of their lives, and it takes everything you could think of. Like I said, anything you could think of about these people, uh, and just ratchets it up. Like everything's perfect. The color palette of this movie is beautiful. Everything is pretty and pink, but the things that are happening are weird and awful. Um, so they have this like. They mainly focus on these two families. One is Jill and her husband. The um, Davies and then the wet bottoms. And then the wet bottoms. Well, they're not both wet bottoms because she kept her first, she kept her last name because <laughs> she re refused to take her husband's last name and she's horrible to him all the time. So Lisa wet bottom. Lisa wet bottom. Um, so they, but they like, they're like best friends, but they fully, fully hate each other. Um, and uh, the Davies, they have a son. Um, and he sucks. <laughs> um, and the father, which is one of my favorite people, um, is, uh, what's that guy's name? What's that guy's Beck name? Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett. If you watch SNL, Beck Bennett, he's hysterical. I love that guy for some reason. His brand of humor, like, is always super funny to me because he's so weird. But he has this son and the son just is... He just sucks. He's not sportsy, <laughs> and he's kind of a big old baby. Yeah, and he just never gets any better until he gets way better in the middle of the movie. Which but we'll they don't to. explain 
at all. But they it, don't it, explain how or why. <laughs> or they never remedy the situation. Um, so they're at a ball game and they're just sitting there watching soccer where the kid sucks and he's just breathing out there and he gets hit and starts crying. <laughs> and while that's happening, the father is severely disappointed in the child. And then she, uh, Mrs. Davies, has a baby. And her friend was like, oh, my God, you have such a cute baby. She's like, oh, my God, you had a baby. As though they wouldn't know. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, she's so cute. She goes, well, you can have her. And she's like, yeah? And she's like, yeah, just just take her. So she, she fully gives her the child. So then the baby's crying. She's like, she's crying a lot. <laughs> like, um, well, that's because I really bonded with her because I'm her mother. But you're her mom now. So she'll get used to you. <laughs> And she fully just leaves yeah. with this baby. Just... And, like, it's just, it's, oh, my God. It's so, so dumb. But, like, <laughs> at one point, she's, like, fighting with her husband. And she's like, are you, are you mad at that I gave our baby away? Is that why you're mad at me? Are you mad? And he's just like, I just really wish you could have talked to me about it first. Next time, talk to me, okay? And she's like, Okay. <laughs> Like it's like okay. like it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. The whole movie, like anything crazy that happens, everyone is fine with it. So there's this um there's this weird subplot that's going on where there's a yoga teacher who the only thing she ever was was a yoga teacher and an ex girlfriend, yeah. and she gets murdered. <laughs> and so they they like throughout the movie they like show posters of her and like oh my god I remember her she was uh, the yoga teacher and the ex girlfriend that was like her whole life that's all she ever was. Uh, and then that's it. But then like every time they go to remember her they all get sad but they're like i was thinking about trying yoga but now i just don't know like that was the cause of death not the murderer the yoga and like they have a memorial for her later and um the they, sister no one knew him no one knew no the- one knew this lady and her sister's up there she's like thank you all for coming oh my gosh we have um her ex-boyfriend's here he's here and he uh, he wants to say a few words it means so much he's like i we barely even dated like this is my new girlfriend so he brings his new girlfriend up there on the porch at this memorial to talk about her they realize how much he actually loves his new girlfriend more than the dead ex-girlfriend is like crying and like wants like huggies and it's so like what it's it's very weird but it's also it's just so like let's rewind sure when uh when jill gives lisa the baby She's like, sure, it's fine. And she smiles, but it's like this painful, twitching smile. And during this time, they zoom in to her mouth. So you were just watching like the intro credits or whatever. And the, the background is this lady's mouth twitching into a smile, but she's clearly not fine. But she's fine, but she's not fine. And she's just like, that's kind of... They keep focusing back on the braces, mm-hmm. which I think is weird, and they never explain why everyone has adult braces. <laughs> everyone. If you're an adult, you're in braces. You're in braces. Kids didn't have them. No. The adults have them. <laughs> and so they, they, they're just living their weird lives where everything just, it's just like anything that happens at all is completely fine. So uh, the father is super disappointed in the son. And the son knows this because, well, he's very vocal about how much of a disappointment he is yes. to his kid. To which, in his, the kid's birthday, was it the kid's birthday? I don't know if it was Julian's birthday. I think it was Julian's. No. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was Nick's birthday. Because they're having a party and Lisa is trying to get with Nick. Because, like Josh said, the little, 
Lisa and Jill were friends, but also like rivals, which was weird. And the whole the whole city is a bunch of one uppers. So like, let's just play for a moment, Josh. Mm-hmm. Tell me something about your day. Uh, well, today I um I I spent a lot of time editing. I spent a, a lot bit... more time editing okay. today. All right. Well, you know, but then it crashed. Actually, I crashed first oh. with <laughs> editing. So yeah, no one's ever done that before. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal. It is like yeah. that the whole time. The whole movie. It doesn't matter what it is, and they just keep doing that. And like, so they Lisa obviously wants Jill's husband. Because that's something she can't have. So she's got like this crazy scheming plot to get him. So at the birthday party, uh, <laughs> before they get to the birthday party, she bullies. She's driving a wedge in their relationship by bullying his wife, Jill, to hang out with her. Because no one ever hangs out with her. And she's like, well, I was thinking after this, we can go to uh, Paint Your Own Pottery and she's like, oh, I can't tonight. She goes, tonight's really the only night I could do it. And I don't want to go alone because I don't want to look like a fool. So if you could just like go with me. So she bullies the wife into going where she paints pottery for Nick for his birthday. It's, it sucks. It's the worst it's thing. It fully sucks. It's so bad. It's hideous. And um, he's like, okay, but I don't really look like that. She's like, yeah, no, obviously not. That's not you. <laughs> and like, so... She, he gets that. She disappears for a sec. She sees this <laughs> statue he's discarded in like a piece of cake on a chair. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all this like drama is happening. And you just hear the saddest little boy singing. He's like, Happy birthday <laughs> to so sad. you. He's like singing to his dad. And he doesn't finish it. And he just passes out face first into the pool, and everyone's like, "Julian, oh my god!" And then he's a dog. He's a dog. He becomes out of a. He comes out of the pool as a dog, as a golden retriever, looking like Airbud. <laughs> and, and they're like, "Oh my god, is Ju- is that you? Is it you?" And then nothing happens. They're like, "It's Julian." Well, the mom looks at his eyes and is like, "That's Julian. <laughs> it's Julian." <laughs> so then the whole movie progresses like it's fine, and like the dog is. The boy, and so they start taking him to classes, and well, then he's- and he had bedwetting <laughs> problems, and like he was peeing on stuff, and like so before this happened, before he turns into a dog, she shows up at the school with a basket of just clean underwear for her kid, and interrupts the class. And the teacher's name is Miss Human, which was weird, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "Hey, Miss Human, I brought some more clean undies for Julian," and blah blah blah, and um teacher's just really dismissive and clearly doesn't like this lady mm. and jill's whole like character the character like archetype is mm. the person who always says i'm sorry which i can relate to because i'm always like oh i'm sorry oh i'm sorry and like anyone's just like says anything she's like yeah i'm so sorry i'm so sorry about that well the teacher <laughs> comes like she's leaving or whatever and the teacher sticks her head out the door it's like um miss davies she goes yeah she goes Juliana soiled the beanbag chair. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just take the cover and I'll just go wash it. And she goes, no, the beans are loose <laughs> inside of there. So we can't just wash it. Well, I could just buy you another one. Buy you another. She's, my mother made me this before she killed my brother and my father and my sister. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So there's that whole thing. Well, then the kid is... <coughs> 
kid is a dog now. Yeah, the kid's a dog, and uh, they she takes him to school, and then on she, a leash, she walks him to school, and she goes, "Hey, Miss Human, so uh, Julian, he's a dog now." Um, and they're like, oh, "Okay," and then she's mad that the lady's still there and leaves. <laughs> so then the dog is just there in class. And, like, this other little girl goes to pet him. She's like, no, you can play with him at recess. <laughs> like, what is this? What is this movie? And it's just... So now she's feeling all kinds of sad because her kid's a dog. And her other baby has been given away. And her baby's been given away. So she she goes back to Lisa and it was like, hey, Lisa, um, is there any chance that uh, I can have my baby back? And Lisa's like, No. No, we're not just going to give our baby away. We're not like that. And she goes, oh, well, it, it never hurts to ask, right? <laughs> and Lisa just stares at her and goes, no, it did hurt. It did hurt when you asked me that. <laughs> and we're just, I think that is the point where the movie was just... Nonsense. Not redeemable. There's nothing we could have done about it. They tried. But then it got weirder. Yep. It definitely got weirder. So now the lady is going through a lot because of both of her kids are well. One kid's given away, the other kid's a dog. And the kid's name was um, Madison, and, but they changed it to Peyton and, <laughs> or not Peyton. Was it Peyton? Page. Page. Yeah. A noble page. Noble page. <laughs> <laughs> but the dad, the dad actually is like fully with it. He's like, oh my god, my my son is awesome now because he's better at sports. And he's like running around playing fetch. He's like, this is the son I've always wanted. <laughs> this is my son! <laughs> and it's, just, it's just, it's so freaking weird. Um, and uh, they just keep one-upping each other and one-upping each other. So now um, people are, uh, I don't know how the attention gets away from, um, uh, what's the other? Lisa. What's, Lisa at all. I don't it know what happened. It didn't really. So like... <laughs> What happened is Julian played soccer poorly. Well, now he's a superstar because he's a dog, like Air Bud or whatever, but not with basketball, but soccer. And uh, the coach comes over and is like, hey, um, Julian keeps, he can't play because he keeps running off the court or off the field, whatever. He just can't. And they're like, okay, well, he's a dog. (laughs) They're just like, you can't. He can't keep running out. You can't do that. So she goes to get Julian. And then Lisa looks down at a soccer ball. Gets down, like, not dramatically, just, like, lowers, grabs it, shoves it up her skirt, mm. and everyone's like, oh my god, look, Lisa's pregnant! Oh my god! <laughs> and so the whole, like, everyone's like, it's, oh my god, we're so excited about your baby. <laughs> and they, like, throw her, like, a fringe, like, baby shower. <laughs> yeah, they're all and, in parades. And they're like, oh my god, this is so cool. How do you know about, like, French is great. Like, France is great. Have you ever Europe's been there? great. Oh my god, this is so European. Have you ever been there? No. No. And then it's just silent. It's just silent. They're all <laughs> sitting there. And then they all eat at the same time. And then they all just vomit at the same time uh. and continue talking like nothing happened. It's just, it's so weird. And then eventually she gives birth to the soccer ball. That, that she wanted to name Wilson, Wilson but that was... She couldn't because that was that, Tom Hanks' baby. Hanks' baby. And so... <laughs> so Nick was like, well, what about Twilson? And she's like, oh my god, yeah, we'll name it Twilson. And then everyone's cool with it. So she's walking around the like everywhere with a baby Bjorn with a soccer ball in it. She takes family photos with it. And the photographer's like, well, I can't really see Twilson, so can you move him over? There we are. Perfect. <laughs> like, it's like, what? what is happening? It's just, it's so so weird. There's another character, I forget what her name is, but she gets a divorce <laughs> and kicks her husband out and uh, 
then he really gets hard into Western wear. Yeah, he's really in the Western wear now. <laughs> so we got divorced. divorced. But like, she's like, oh, you haven't heard about my divorce? No one seems to have heard about it. Why isn't anyone telling anyone about my divorce? Talk about my divorce. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy. And like, she's got these two twins and the twins are like roughhousing. And then she was like, so-and-so, you need to stop. He's smaller than you because of you. You sat on him in the womb. Y'all know he sat on him in the womb and he just couldn't grow as big as the other. Like, what the One of their kids' name is Limoncello. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's Citronella. Citronella. Her name was Citronella. <laughs> she's like, Citronella. Like you cannot. Like oh my god. <laughs> so they're the, the, that same friend is talking to her, and they're like, uh, you know, they're going through like rough patch, or whatever. She's like, oh my god, you know what you should do? You should divorce your husband. And so she fully walks over to her husband, who's bowling. Like it's like he's having a fine they're, time. They were fine. They were fine. And she's like, hey, I just I don't love you anymore, and we're getting a divorce. And he's like, why? No, let's <laughs> talk about this. And she's like taking her ring off and crying, and then it just. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't even explain it. But obviously, Lisa's like, yeah, get a divorce mm-hmm. because she wants to get with She wants to move in. So she gets a divorce or they're getting a divorce. Julian's a dog. Everything's bad. And um, so she just like spirals, gets in a golf cart and is driving away and starts prying her braces off, <laughs> which lends the question... Are the braces what's keeping you there? Is there actually some deep metaphor? <laughs> Are all the adults in braces and it's just kind of keeping them as sheep in the same kind of situation? Like- I, it's just it's so much. So much happens. She takes that golf cart to her house that she grew up in and... The, there's a lady who lives there, and she's like, oh, my God, are these your kids? And she's like, yeah. She's like, well, can I have one? And it's like, no. She shuts the door, and then she just cries, and then goes back home. Like, just everything's blood fine. blood everywhere because she ripped off, like, her braces. And... <laughs> so while she's out, the uh, the serial killer, there's a serial killer that's loose also, by the way. Um, the one who killed... Um, the uh the ex-girlfriend slash yoga instructor um she's uh she's now in their house and um jill finally returns home and the the serial killer is in there and is telling her no this is my house is repeating everything she said (laughs) is reenacting everything she said through the whole thing because she was stalking her on like a golf cart yeah but she's in there cooking Making a huge mess, wearing her clothes, it's just like, no, get out of my house! This is my house! Then they're fighting, Uh, and now the serial killer has fully kicked her out of her own home and has taken over the home. The (laughs) husband and Julian have moved in with Lisa. They kicked out her (laughs) husband, who's something else, and it's just... (laughs) It's nuts! It's just a fever dream, but it also sucked. Yeah. But it was... I don't know, so... We watched this because we thought this would be, like, directly related to Vivarium, as in, like, a weird alternate kind of timeline where things are all different. It's like a what if, but, mm-hmm. like, with Vivarium, it's like, what if things got weird and bad? But this was like, what if things got suburban? <laughs> yeah. Like, but the highest level of it, like that high, you know, all these people that are out there that like, oh my God, you have live, laugh, love. I have a bigger live, laugh, love. You know, all my houses. Living, house, laughing, yeah, loving. We're yeah. actively <laughs> doing it. This is it. what we do. We're better. We're better. You know, our house is slightly bigger than yours. You know, they go by the square feet and, you know, it's like, it's ridiculous. But I think that that's kind of what they're trying to get across because at the end of the movie, um, they're again at the soccer game like they always are, but now Jill is there, 
blood on her face and shirt. Her braces are removed. Her hair is a mess. She, she looks still has like a crap. Couple pieces of braces on that. Everyone is acting like everything is fine. Mm-hmm. And she says to the camera, "I've got to get out of here." <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. It's just, it's weird. It's like she's living so. Vivarium shows you the white picket fence dream and how it is actually a nightmare. Mm -hmm. This does the same thing, but it just, it depends. Because like with this, it's the other one, it was showing it as just bleak, as Mm -hmm. in you're going to wake up, be bored, do the same thing over and over again. And die. (laughs) And die. You have a purpose, you die. Mm -hmm. This one shows that you are going to be just endlessly climbing up a slippery rope trying to get up a hill but you'll never be able to and you're fighting you're fighting you're fighting every day just to show how good you are and how much better you are than everyone else and all this stuff but there's no point mm. and that's the thing is she realizes i think that there's no point but everyone else is so caught up in it that there is no point <clears throat> it's a it's an insane movie um, and I don't know if I'd recommend it to everyone, it's, but I do think some people should watch it just because it just there's was... definitely some absurdity. And if you like absurd, like I like absurd, it's good. And it was good. It just seemed a little long. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a little long. It was definitely some scenes where you're just staring at the same thing for a while, and they don't ever explain it. You know, they never explained why that the son turned into a dog. They never explained. Um, why they're accepting that she was miraculously pregnant with a soccer ball. Yeah, none of that. And that it's not a baby. <laughs> it, I... Oh, oh, okay. So they're, they're at some restaurant at some point. <laughs> and the waiter walks up and just drops all the food on the floor. And is like, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. And then all the wait staff is like, we're sorry. Please we're don't sorry. tell. Please don't tell. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't tell. And they're like, no, it's okay. And they're like, no, don't tell, please. And they're just like, no, it's fine. Seriously, it's okay. Like, really? You mean it? Yeah. So the waiter walks away, doesn't even clean up the mess. And they just grab their wine and their silverware. And then all four of them get on the floor and start <laughs> eating all of the food off of the floor. <laughs> and like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, it's a little picnic, but it's all. It's all literally gross. on the floor. I, um, so uh, how'd you feel about this? Um, it was would, fine. It was weird. It was very absurd. Would you watch it again? Um, probably because I'm weird. Yeah. But, um, what I enjoyed about it was the outfits and the costumes. Oh, they look spectacular. So it's almost like they had like a 60s kind of vibe, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, like Lily Pulitzer, but bad. <laughs> but everything had rickrack. Yeah, you pointed that out. I didn't even notice it. And once you everything. said it, that's all I could see. Everything had rickrack. Everything had pom-poms. Now, before we get further, what is a rickrack? Rickrack is... Well, there's metallic baby rickrack. I know that's what you're <laughs> wanting me to say. No, no, no. I just want you to explain rickrack. So, rack. so there's like trim and stuff like on dresses and think smocks for little girls. Mm-hmm. So like the ones that are all like a cute little pattern, there's like an apple that's eating another apple or whatever on the <laughs> chest. It says like fall y'all. And then the bottom, the little zigzaggy ribbony kind of thing. That's regret. Yeah. It's like a, like, it's like a shoelace. Yeah. It's thick zig- as a shoelace, but it's like, like soft V's it's constantly. Zigzag. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, these are full adults wearing brick rack. It's great. And I, what, 
they were all wearing the Rick Rack. There was one outfit. I don't remember what it was. The Kung Fu thing? Because that was yes, weird. Yes, it was the karate. <laughs> the karate studio. They're wearing their little uniforms, but all the uniforms have Rick Rack on them. Oh my god, I forgot all about that part. There's this stupid scene where they're all, like they show up late. Uh, and this is when he's still a boy. They show up late, um, and she runs. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that he's late." She picks him up and is just pulling it off while he's standing, pulling his pants, pulling off. pulling his pants off, and then he gets in there and he's trying to like do the karate, but he sucks at it. That's mm-hmm. just his thing. He sucks at it. And so they split everyone off and they're hugging, but there's not enough people so for he, everyone to he hug. Starts hugging <laughs> another two kids, and they're like, "No!" So they, and they force him to go hug a mannequin. <laughs> It's just like, and that's the movie. That is the, <laughs> it's just a lot of what the hell am I watching right now? Which is kind of what it felt like in Vivarium. But yeah. in Vivarium, it felt like you could crack it. Like you could figure it out. This, you know, five minutes in, there is no cracking anything. It is just going to be what it is. <laughs> yep. It's kind of like when you have like a kid come up to you and explain like a YouTuber explaining a hack on Roblox. <laughs> and so it's like a friend of a friend of a friend and you're just trying to keep up with it. But the kid's like, um, and, um, and then, and then actually, and then and you're trying, you're trying, but you can't keep up. That's mm, this movie. That's this movie. That's yep. this whole movie. So I don't know. I kind of liked it. You know, now I'm thinking about it. I kind of liked it. It I made me it. laugh a lot, you know? But it, like, it's not all like the trailer that you'll see if you look this up is hysterical. But they're cutting like the best parts, of course, is what trailers do. But um, there's a lot of weird ones, weird <laughs> parts too that we didn't even touch on. It's just, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's good though, in like a bad way. So um, I, I didn't hate it. I yeah. didn't love it. I don't regret it. <laughs> but like yeah. the second it was done, I. Looked up the trailer and sent a link to my sister and said, "Stop what you're doing and watch this." <laughs> so, I mean, it's good. Yeah. It's, and if you've you've heard the episodes with me and Xana, then you know if she's the person I'm thinking of sending this to. That's about the caliber of movie. Mm-hmm. Just weird, absurd. Yeah, yeah. But um, that was a uh, that was green of grass. That um, was. I feel like. It was a whirlwind adventure for the two of us, um, and, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> um, and not saying it's bad, just saying it's probably one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. It was. Um, so uh, we're going to start wrapping things up. But if you're out no. there and you liked this um, weird double feature thing, let me know. You know, I, I love watching movies. Jenna's my favorite person to watch movies with. Um, and cause we sit there and we'll like, we won't even talk about it until like much later. We'll just be sitting in the car and be like, so that movie, um, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's really fun. Um, and I enjoy doing this, but if you guys out there, if you like it, let me know and we'll just keep doing it. This is just a fun, weird thing that we decided to do. Um, so you want to, or if you that? have any suggestions, for yes. movies, if you have any recommendations, we'll watch it. Yeah. Just let us know. Yeah. Um, this time we did kind of like a, a suspense kind mm-hmm. of weird alternative future mm. kind of theme for this but even if you just have like a theme like we could do musicals we yeah. could do horror we could do whatever i like the idea of it being a theme because it's two movies that we will sit down and, and it watch. gives us something to kind of compare yeah as well like this obviously is not the same thing as vivarium but on paper it's kind of the same plot yeah 
<laughs> taken in two very drastically different directions. But um, yeah, so definitely just shoot them an email if you want. If there's something you want us to watch, yeah, that'd be we'll cool. I'd be totally be down with it. You know, you just let me know and we'll figure something out. I think it, I had a lot of fun doing this. Um, speaking of email, if you're out there and you want to come on the show, you want to say something to me, please do. I have a um, website. It is www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com, or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can set something up. Send me some res- um, recommendations. Send, send me whatever you got. Come on my show. Do the same thing I say every week. Um, just like I say every week, <clears throat> we're going to close things out with a final question segment. First final question is the same question as always. What is your favorite song right now? Um, My favorite song right now is <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? It's okay to not know. I don't know. Yeah. Um I only have one song in my head. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's not that song, is it? It is that song. Okay. Do, 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 do. Skip it? Cut this out? <laughs> Let's get a Freak Show by Prof. Freak Show by Prof? Perfect. All right. That's Let's a good song. That. It's a really good song. Sit back while Daddy puts some pepper on it. Yep. <laughs> perfect. Yep. Perfect. Um, so your, uh, <laughs> your last and final question, are you ready? Sure. What is your favorite type of noodle? My favorite type of noodle. Like my favorite shape of pasta or my favorite oh. noodle dish or my favorite... Okay, we'll do one, then we'll do the other. So your favorite type of pasta. Wait, like the shape? Yeah. Ooh, my capitavi. Which one's that? It's like a little corkscrew kind of thing. I like bow ties. I know you do. I love a bow tie. I also like shells, but only if I make two different type of shells at the same time. <laughs> Big we shells, once, little shells? We once did mini shells stuffed into giant shells. <laughs> What did you call that? Shellception. Yep. Uh huh. There it is. It was weird. It was good though. Yeah. It was good though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, your good. favorite type of uh, uh, noodles in a broth or whatever question you said it was. Oh, I guess Spetsly is a noodle. I like Spetsly as well. But is it your favorite? That's the question. I think all pasta is beautiful. <laughs> all of it. So your favorite type of uh, um, noodle in a broth type in a situ- broth situation. Well, it's different than in a sauce. Or a sauce. No, oh that's my God. too different. So, best in a broth is going to be pho. I like pho. Yeah. Best in a dish, I... Oh, torn. <laughs> Hard-hitting question. This is real hard. As a pasta lover, this is hard. <laughs> All right, so I like really peppery stroganoff. <laughs> like beef stroganoff that I make from scratch. It's delicious. And um, I also like Alfredo. I think that's good. Um, like Alfredo and pasta, any shape mm-hmm. is fine. Uh, spicy sausage and ricotta with a vodka sauce is good too. <laughs> okay. And then finally, so many answers. <laughs> what I'm really craving right now, pasta wise, is that mac and cheese we had at Puckett's, Tennessee. Yeah. I want that for dinner, but I'm not there. Yeah, the yeah, the that was the mac and cheese it with like good. brisket or something. No, I don't want that part. I just want the noodles. Well, that's just mac and cheese then. That's what I said. I didn't say brisket mac and cheese. I didn't say the piggy mac. 
which I felt like a complete and utter idiot ordering. Oh, I'll yeah, take the piggy I'll mac. take the piggy mac. <laughs> yeah, if I was ever open a restaurant, I would make all the names terrible to make everyone feel stupid. Similar to Moe's. I'll take the Moo Moo Mr. Cow. <laughs> beef style. Beef. Soft beef. That's um, Emily. What's your favorite noodle in a broth or sauce? Noodle in a broth? I love ramen noodles. I uh, any type of ra- Raymond noodles. Uh, everybody loves Raymond noodles. Noodles. Um, <laughs> uh, and if it's in some sort of sauce, I don't know, because I was in, when you were talking sauce, I didn't think red sauce, or I didn't think like a sauce sauce. And that, but my favorite thing with a sauce that's pasta is ravioli, but I don't think that counts as a now, noodle in a can, or is it Olive Garden? Uh, ravioli is <laughs> in a can. It was put there by a man. Stop this! <laughs> oh. <coughs> no, I like uh, I like bet. I don't like the ones in the can. Those are gross. That's not a noodle, though. I'm not answering mm-hmm. my own question. Is ravioli a noodle? How? Well, I mean, it's a pasta, but it's not a noodle. Is this like all rectangles are squares, but not all squares are rectangles, or vice versa? All foods are tacos. Oh yes. Or <laughs> a hot dog is a taco. <laughs> <coughs> well, before this gets uh weirder. any weirder, um, we uh. The reason why I asked that question because it actually ties into this week's musical musing. I don't know if you guys know you you, you probably do. They're kind of a big deal. Uh, Cheekface came out with a new album, oh. um, and uh, all the songs on it are awesome. Fire. Um, but this one is the best only because there's literally one lyric. Uh, the song is called Noodles. Um, <laughs> again, it's my Cheekface. So, um, but the only lyric is a uh, a big cup of noodles. A giant cup of noodles! Um, and it's awesome. It's the like most punk they ever get. And we saw Cheekface um, play live in Atlanta one time. And uh, we saw their little keyboard man. And their little keyboard man is the cutest. And he is very small. Um, and this is the only song that he's been on. Um, and the only thing he does is scream at the... Hop of his lungs, a big cup of noodles, a giant cup of noodles. Um, so check it out; it's fantastic. Now, it's not that long. Very, very short. It's kind of you're gonna be like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. The first like couple of seconds, hang in there, hang in there. Just champ. give it a full listen. Give it a it's, full noodle. <laughs> give it a full noodle. Don't half noodle it. Yeah, that, that's what we're gonna leave it on. We're gonna not half noodle it. Um, so I rarely and, do. Uh, <laughs> until next time, I will talk to you later. Okay. Noodles. No- noodles. <laughs>